Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. I have got a bone to pick and it's with one of those sayings created that enforces a belief we've subscribed to for a while now. And the way that it's used these days creates an icky feeling around some things we don't need to feel gross about. I used to use this saying all the time, but once I really thought about it, I started to realize how insidious it actually is. It's interesting how a lot of these sayings weaved into our everyday play a part in shaping our belief system. And there are way more than just this one, but today I want to dive into this one that drives me a little bit crazy. In this episode, we're going to talk about what is this saying that makes me cringe, along with why I think it should make you cringe too, a different perspective to try out, and how changing this can impact your life for the better. My goal for you today is to walk away with a new belief just to try on, one that I hope will serve you by allowing you to show up fully and experience an incredibly delicious life. Okay, so what is this saying I keep talking about? I told you it's one of the ones that I actually used to use all the time. It's referring to things that light me up as guilty pleasures. And to be honest, I never really thought much about it or cared. And maybe you don't either (laughs) until the last few years. But the reason that I have such a bone to pick with that term is because I noticed something really subtle going on, almost undetectable. And what I realized is that whenever I labeled something as a guilty pleasure, it brought up those subtle feelings that whatever it was, was unnecessary. It was a luxury that I should be above, we'll say, wanting, and that the very fact that it made me feel good, I should be ashamed of and therefore not indulge in that thing. And maybe that's true for some people and what they label as a guilty pleasure. After all, the term was popularized in the 1860s and was coined in reference to going to a brothel. So even though that's none of my business, it's not hard to see how that association was made. But as we've continued to use the term, it's turned into this off-the-cuff thing we say about anything we like, especially if we know someone else out there has an opinion about it, but still not always the case. For example, If anyone asked me what my guilty pleasure was five years ago, I probably would have said getting my nails done or that dance class that cost more than working out at home. Pleasure is defined as a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. And while pleasure definitely applies in that case, guilty pleasure, not so sure about that. I guess my beef with this whole concept is around what I mentioned earlier, that sneaky belief that started popping in when I referred to the things that I called my guilty pleasure. I'd look at that dance class enrollment and walk away knowing full well that I could just as easily work out at home. I stopped getting regular manicures because it felt unnecessary. 
And slowly but surely, I started weaning myself off the things one by one that I did purely for pleasure. And it's weird because you think it wouldn't affect that much, but in letting go of what gave me that pure and delicious pleasure, my creativity stagnated. I became less excited about life. I started just doing what would get me by and not much unnecessary because I shouldn't need it. And it was indulgent. Honestly, it's weird to say, but it took a little bit of the wind out of my sails for quite a while. I became incredibly practical and based off of needs, purely needs, stifling my desire and labeling it as guilty pleasure and unnecessary that wasn't worth my time, money, or energy. Every now and then I would get a taste. Someone would buy me a gift card for a spa or I'd go to a bachelorette that was hosted at a private dance studio. And that's when it hit me. I love how spicy I feel when I take a burlesque class, even if it does cost me more than working out at home. I love how put together and sexy I feel looking down at my painted nails while I'm just doing everyday stuff. And allowing myself to label those things as guilty pleasures made me separate from the joy and the fun that those things brought up. And even more than that, I realize that energetically, when I'm in that state of joy and indulgence, that I am incredibly creative. I'm so connected to myself and my feminine energy and just so tuned in to what my desires are and what things I want to do with my time in my life. You know how people choose a word of the year? I even made indulge my word of this year. And I'm not talking about giving into instant gratification for the sake of taking the easy route. I'm talking about tuning into what makes me feel incredibly amazing and doing more of that. I'm talking about the little things like manicures that lead to the creative energy that's required to bring to life the bigger things that are those deep down, often believed unnecessary desires. I think desire is one of those things that has run the same course as guilty pleasure. And it brings up this inner war we wage on ourselves, feeling like our desires are bad, indulgent or wrong. But I actually think it's the exact opposite. I truly believe that taking notice of the little things, those things we might've called our guilty pleasures is an important key to realizing the rest of our dreams, allowing those mini moments of pleasure opens up the energetic space we need to be in, in order to live our best lives. So what would you have labeled a guilty pleasure for yourself? And if you really think about it, is it something that just purely lights you up? Because even if it seems trivial, there's always room to fill our hearts and our lives with more fun, joy, and goodness, even if it feels unnecessary. So what's your thing? That little thing that seems like it's fun, but not really necessary. Fill your life with more of that. Buy the tastier homemade version that has more butter or whatever. Take the longer scenic way home. Get the soap that costs more but smells amazing. Because life's too short and pleasure is a big part of how much we enjoy it. And don't forget to sit with that feeling. The more you let the joy fill you up when you experience those little pleasures, the more benefit you'll get. Till next time, friend, have a brilliant and beautiful day.
Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too, or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.